Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve, and with me, as always, is Colby. And today we have a special return guest on. You know him as King Edward from season five of The Last Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, Timothy Ennis. Yes. Round number two. Round number two. The Round sequel. Two. The Welcome sequel. Back. The only sequel I want to see this summer is mm-hmm. this. Absolutely. I'll tell, tell you what, guys, like it's so good to uh, see you again and be back because um, I when like doing conventions for the show and meeting the fans, the main thing the fans bring up is this interview that I did with you guys last really? time. Yeah, yeah, they bring up the questions that you ask. They bring up um, uh, like everything we talked about. Oh, that's cool and, to hear. Uh, it just shows it just shows what uh, great work you're doing, guys, because uh, they love it. And oh, that's so cool to it. hear. You're giving the people what they want. So yes, yes. Uh, well, thanks. That's awesome to hear. Thank you. Coming in here to season five, Tim. We asked you on that podcast what what you wanted to get out of Edward, and I think almost verbatim, you said you want him to start making the right decisions. You want him to be less vulnerable and you want him to show more authority is what you said. With a capital T. With a capital T. (laughs) And that's pretty much what we got here, uh, here in season five. So kind of coming into season five, um, how did your approach change? Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I appreciate uh, you saying that. In season four, I think the main characteristic that he had is pain. I think he was suffering from a lot of pain and what whatever you call pain, which is, you know, inherent um, responsibility on your shoulders, power. I mean, people want power. I mean, the show is people who are craving power. But this kid who is the king has the power and he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's feeling uh, overwhelmed by the fact that he is alone in this feeling and he can't trust anyone. And so he's carrying this physicality of, I mean, you can see it in like, the shoulders and the, the kind of it's just the tension that I'm holding in season four and season five, you know, he's in his, he's in his element. He's in, he's in, it's a peacetime at the beginning. So he's in his element and he's, you know, fixing problems, solving problems. And then he falls in love. It's a love story for Edward, played beautifully, beautifully by Sonia Cassidy, who was absolutely uh, an incredible person to work with and uh, a blessing. And uh, you know what? And then from then on, it's navigating how love and this new sense of um, energy and authority that, he brings because he is um, inspired by this woman that he has absolutely fallen in love with, but trusts entirely. Wow. Yeah. Edward was definitely one of my favorite characters this season too. I just love that. um, Just how in charge he was. And and even if he was making a decision that you didn't really like, it still, it still made sense this time. It didn't seem like Mm -hmm. it was, like he was being emotional about it. It just, and yeah. and yeah, he was just a great ruler. And then not just so many great moments. Um, I remember there was one, I'm not like the, my favorite parts are like Uhtred and gang riding out doing stuff together. But so the politics every now and then like, eh. but one of my favorite scenes from the show this season was when 
he does just this whole big twist around at, at Mercia. And he's like, nope, this is mine. And just sits down on, on the throne. throne. Oh, my God. Makes himself comfortable on the throne. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, uh, the, 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 what episode is that? The, um, um, that's four. four. Three of, yes. that's yeah. episode, it's the same yeah, episode four. that Ethelflaed dies. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so you know what? Like, I mean, yeah, it's funny you should say decisions that you don't agree with because obviously that's a thing that many people, many people have. I mean, people disagree with the character, and you've got to ask yourself, like, why am I disagreeing with what he's doing? Mm-hmm. And it's it's based on well, it can be based on a lot of things, but the other characters you're in love with with the show. I mean, most of his decisions are made against Uhtred. The, protagonist because it's not about Uhtred in Edward's eyes it's about fucking sorting it sorting stuff out and making decisions on a part of a larger scale not just Mm -hmm. one man I mean he says that in that uh, episode at the end of episode eight or nine I can't remember but he says I'm not here for one man I'm here for my people you know and in his eyes Ethelfled was the only person who could rule the only other person after she's died and is the only person who can rule in her place is him, is Edward, because he doesn't want some corrupt old men in, in, in Mercia making all these decisions. Right. So he's 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 in his right entirely to uh, do, and he's he does this well scorched earth approach where he completely um, returns politics on his head by just you know scorching the earth and killing a load of elderman but you know what like that's that's the ninth century baby yeah. <laughs> hey that's right and i love too like when Uther when everyone's like it. yeah when people are like confronting him about it he's like yeah of course i did yeah i did he owns it, <laughs> he owns it which is yeah. cool so i gotta ask because last time you told us that you were reading a lot of your parts in season four and you didn't realize till you watched it that edward was such a I think you use the term fucking idiot um, in season four. Did you have feelings reading your parts in season five, wondering that, am I again going to be bad decisions? Do you think he's making bad decisions? Were you worried about that at all when you were reading some of your parts based on your season four experience? Mm, Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, Yeah, I guess there was an element of that in a way. And the moment you start questioning how you come across to an audience member, I think there the art is gone and you are thinking about how people are thinking of your character mm-hmm. and you have to just empathize with everything that's written and make the decisions based on what you think the character would do so you know it, it there were it was finding why he's doing this so right. like it, and most of it was love most of it was his love for his sister, his love for his people, his love for his, the earth, for God, what he believes God to be like. So as soon as you have those core values, it doesn't matter what the decision is. You have to um, come to those decisions. And uh, yeah. And, and you know what, man, like the, the end of episode eight, when I'm like, going against Uhtred and the Avengers, yeah. it seems like. Yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> which, you whenever. Which was really, really horrible to play because you have all the characters just, like, turning against you and uh, you are just the single guy on the... On Literally the... everyone. 
everyone, man. It was literally the Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers are like teaming up around you. Yeah. And I'm but just good news like, is you're Thanos. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> good news, you're Thanos. <laughs> I was, um, yeah. I love that scene again though, too, because it's just like what it's it's like eight people. It's like I'm a fucking king. You know, I have I have an I have an army. Like, all right. <laughs> like yeah. all right, eight of you can be mad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can do what I want, please. Like, yeah. I read that scene and the first time I read it, I was like, I don't want to do this. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't agree with this. I, I read it and was like, I put the script down I was in my room and I was like, I don't want to that's not what I've been playing. Like wow. It's, it's right. totally going because I've been my whole objective has been to unite the kingdoms as Alfred wanted. Mm. And this is just going against his whole thing. So it took me, I had to really sit down with it and think about, because Martha, Martha Hillier, who wrote the season, you know, she wrote it for a reason and she's a genius. So I sat down with it and found, empathized with the situation Mm -hmm. and got over my own ego and went to the character's ego and um found that part which was which was good man because it took like three and a half days to film yeah wow Wow. three and a half days of just getting teamed up on by like (laughs) all the other favorite characters in the show (laughs) yeah 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 it was pretty hard yeah that was awesome though and and i think too it's it's explained later that it's just you know how how aylesworth kind of realizes it's because Edward has been uniting everything so far. He has, he's gotten all the other kingdoms. Now he has Mercia, East Anglia, now Northumbria is, is the last thing under him. And he's just sort of afraid of failing, not crossing the finish line. So he's like, I, let me just get as good as I can get then, right? Let's divide it in half. And that's, that'll at least be good enough then, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, I mean, which I don't know, it, it made sense then after you heard that. Cause at first it was kind of like, why? Like you've been so cool this season. Why? Why, uh, why aren't you just going to Bember? But then after it's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's not he's not playing Uhtred's story. He's playing Edward's exactly. story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think that goes back to the reasons he's saying, although it's not what I want as a fan, um, almost always this season you can find, you can see Edward's point of view is uh, a big difference from season four. But you can almost agree with Edward on some some end. You know what I mean? Like Alfred. And in this, yeah, it, you know, we, we say in our episode talks, uh, Tim, that so many times um, Alfred comes through in your character this season where I think we're expecting it more in four. And four, you obviously have a lot of growth to do. Edward's got a lot of growing to do. And then season five, he just wields it. You know, he just wields it. And yeah, so... It was pretty awesome to see. And I think that's the Edward we had wanted to get, you know, in season four. And we finally got in season five. So we were we were really stoked about that. Really mm. stoked. But uh even even the whole appearance looked more kingly this season, too. I mean, with the, the long hair, the thick beard, yes. and just his clothes too were so regal and, and well done. Uh what was it like getting the, the look of the character down this season? Yeah, it, the, the the armor as well, which the the costume designers for the show really, the costume and makeup. I'd I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Hildegard, who mm-hmm. was my makeup, uh, who did my makeup, and 
you know, sat in the chair for a long old time getting uh, uh, bits of that beard on. Half of it was yes. real, half of it was uh, was 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 the magic. Um, By the way, that was like my first impression of season five, I think, when I saw an Instagram post of you with the beard. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to be a good season. <laughs> it's it's going to be a good season. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um... It was. It definitely made a difference, you know. It, it, it and the armor that I had was a lot more stockier, and um, yeah, it, I liked uh, your armor a lot this season. Yes, it with the cross heavy. logos. Yeah, it looked heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. You know what? Like it, that. That that image of the cross was was was. You know, his he's led by the heart by his faith. I mean, it right, was genius right. by the costume department. And especially yeah. when he's kind of turning, a, he's, he's, you know, given the to uh, sick trigger. It's like, it's you, that cross element in that whole scene is, you know, the, the element of why he's doing this and why, yes. He's, yes. why he's being led by his faith and his, um, his, his goal. So yeah, the whole change of Edward went from this, you know, f you know, with flowing garbs and, uh, you know, like a like a headband crown to like, out it was out for yes, well. yes, um, that was cool. It's uh, yeah, it was a really good. Whenever I put that costume on, it uh, it definitely helped with the character. You know, cool. Was the chainmail actually heavy, or was it? It was very light. Was very, it light? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think you know there was the leather was kind of heavy, but. Um, it uh, yeah, it was a blessing in that in that last couple of episodes when we were doing a lot of the uh, cliff acting. Yes, we've got to ask you about. <laughs> we we had Harry Gilby on who told us that um, they basically gave you an imaginary lion in the yeah. grass. Um, is that true? Is that what you guys did? And just yeah it yeah. uh it 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 was <laughs> yeah because it was it was so good about that it, because we had spent maybe three or four days it was me harry ryan cornby and james northcote all in the same position for like three four days in the heat and we had a bit of cabin fever where uh we all just you know we'd pass the time by singing like shanty songs <laughs> and uh and uh singing singing songs and and then going and doing this cliff acting where we're, we're pretending we're being pushed off a cliff and you know at times we'd be like well you, we, and then when they added the incredible stuntmen who uh who were you know being chucked off yeah yeah it was just incredible to be amongst them and you know you you felt like you were a sardine in this huge mess and john east who direct john east who directed those last yes. two episodes directed five and six yes and three yes where making the decision to go yes we, we told you last time was one of our favorite all-time last kingdom moments yes oh yeah 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 he, he mentioned john east that he was like when we're having the close-up of all these 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 like the fire happening and people batar being thrown on the and i'm keeping that keeping my cool watching it all happen he's like we want to have that element we had in season three where you know edward is edward is being torn but it's all like it's all happening behind the eyes and i was like yes <laughs> callbacks <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah what was what was it like working with john east here because he has been someone who's been through the last kingdom i think since season one i think 
uh, right, Colby? Or at least starting season one or two. Yeah, um, at least but, since season two with one of our favorite episodes at Dunholm. Um, so what was it like working with him as someone who has really known The Last Kingdom? Yeah, he was incredible. He, I just trusted him completely. Mm-hmm. And he was given a lot, a lot to do um, as a director in a very short space of time to get. I mean, so much happens in that last two episodes. And we were, in some instances, going to one takes. So normally, um, for those who don't know, watching this, you you, you get a, a good amount of takes, maybe three or four, if you're lucky. But mm-hmm. one take is quite tricky because you you suddenly like you have to be you have to be on and you have to be concentrating and and there is a slight anxiety there where you feel like you may not have got it or anything. But with John, he just trusted him completely and there was um there was a time where i think i um i did a scene and i wasn't happy with it and i think i was just going into a spiral of just like oh no that's going to be on that's going to be on netflix forever (laughs) (laughs) and then i went up to john and i was like john can i do another one he was like no trust me that was brilliant i would never I would never make my actors feel vulnerable. I and he just gave me this incredibly inspiring speech, and I was just like blown over. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I trust you completely." And you can see it, man. Like the, 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 the watch, watch it. That whole how that all comes together. Those last two episodes is beautiful, and yeah, it, it was incredible to work with him. Yeah, we were so happy with the way it ended. I mean, we were sad to hear season five was going to be the last season. The movie was a bit of a saving grace. Um, that's why we didn't totally, we weren't totally heartbroken that it was the last season. <laughs> but we thought the last two episodes, especially the last episode, ended it wrapped the series up so nicely. We were very, very satisfied. Uh, it was awesome, especially a couple of scenes, which we'll get to in a second, um, that you had at the end. There's one specific. Uh, we might as well talk about it now. Is get to it. Was that tracking shot? was so cool to see where you walk through the be- the courtyard of Bevenberg. Oh yeah. And you basically acknowledge or walk past all of the main characters who are still alive at this point and um, do a lot of different interactions with them, ignore Elf when making out. Um, <laughs> what what was it like to do that? Was that That's one I mean, of my I, favorite I imagine you had to choreograph that show. and and hit certain marks, but what was it like to do that scene? Yeah, dude, that was um, that was special, man. That was really special that scene because it, it meant so much to not only Edward but to me because I had my own little moment of Tim saying thank you to everyone. I mean, I, I, mm. I've, mm. I've, Edward has just in his mind achieved everything he's wanted to achieve, uh, regardless of what happens later with Utra telling him about it not being the case but in that moment he is like he is he's 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 in ecstasy he's in a state of ecstasy and he's saying thank you to all of these people who have helped him along the way and every moment is very specific and every moment is individual and absolutely you know you know what like there didn't really need to be much acting in that moment because there was also an element of tim saying thank you to the actors who have taught him and have shared such unique experiences in the last three years of being in the show that 
that you know when I look at Cav, I have my own. I mean, it's there's there's that relationship there. When I look at Harry, there's that relationship there, you know, and uh, and James. It's all it's and it's all done in this one shot, which it could could have been quite stressful because you know if one thing goes wrong, the main thing about John was like it needs to keep on moving, it needs to just keep on moving, and there needs to be this flow to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he bloody nailed it, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. And uh, and then you know finishing by walking up the stair. There's that moment where the, there's a couple of uh, people at the bottom of the steps, and I just walk through them and walk yeah. up to, them and it's this whole like reconciliation moment. And yeah, I'm glad it was. It was a really, and it was towards the last weeks of the shooting as well. Okay. So it really okay. meant a lot to me. That's so cool. I also love how you pass the cup to Harry Gilby, pass the cup to Ethelstein. A little metaphor there, maybe. A little metaphor there, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Foreshadow, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, was it, but did you have to, you said there wasn't much acting. Um, did you have to practice that going in? Because there is a lot of like specific times you need to turn or, or yeah. do that. Yeah. 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 Sincerity over. It, it was, it was, there was a lot of choreography <laughs> because. In fact, when John John was taking me through it, he was like, okay, you, 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 and I had the cup, which I give to Harry Gilby. And he was like, you be the camera. And so John was in front of me being me. And I was holding this like Saxon mug, pretending to be a camera. I can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> also, I need a refill. Um, there's, it was, it was, it, so there was a lot of choreography. And I think we did it maybe, the first time we tried it, it didn't work. I think it needed to be faster, but we got it done. I think everyone was just like on it, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, they they we 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 he nailed it. So yeah. yeah, you all did too. You know, you know, Johnny's really nailed that whole episode, and and everybody who was a part of this season, I thought nailed it. That was one now, of my favorite scenes from the whole show. I mean, like from season one on. I mean, just seeing was, everyone there together, and like you said, there's this. There's a little different interaction. Like you pick up on it with everyone he yeah. goes through. Oh my and God. I like it's- how there's, I like how like Steora still glares at him and you know, everybody's still true to their character in the moment. Like he doesn't acknowledge um, um, Edith because he doesn't have a huge relationship with her. So it was cool. It was, cool. It, it, was it was the return of the Jedi moment. We yes, just need- said this. It yes. just needed to look over and see the ghosts of everyone just like partying yeah. <laughs> all the ewoks it's yeah, just well, like yeah. alfred standing there and uh, yes oh my god alfred goes <laughs> so, in there and, and then ethelflaed appears <laughs> and obi-wan kenobi for some reason for yes. some reason you and mcgregor was called into episode 10 of the last kingdom <laughs> and hayden christensen too because we got to edit him into this okay all right. all right i like i like this i like this that's awesome so speaking of directors we also had a debut of a director on episode two which you have a few scenes in episode two uh, a few critical scenes what was it like to work um with alexander draymond as a director yes 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 he was a dream of course um and in fact i was on his first day directing okay uh, and it was like he had been directing for the last like he'd been directing forever and uh 
you know what's what's a blessing with Alex is that not only does he know the show inside and out and the characters, but he also knows how to talk to actors. Right. In a way okay. where he knows how to give notes, he knows how to approach um, uh, approach being delicate with. Uh, I think a, a unique situation where you're wanting to. Um, give notes to actors, but not kind of damage the environment of vulnerability, you know? Um, but there was a great, there was a great, um, <laughs> there was a great moment when he, he, one of the things that I remember was, I think it's when I meet Sonia for the first time, yeah. right? And then Sonia, should we share a moment? Mm -hmm. And uh, there's this look at the end and uh, he comes over, he comes over to me. And he goes, okay, it's great, it's great. Um, I just need you to, uh, I need you, I need you to uh, like uh, tickle her with uh, your eyes, tickle her with your eyes. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay, just, just, just with your eyes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then we did the scene, and I just, my my thoughts went elsewhere, and I didn't, I didn't take on the note. And he came up to me afterwards. He was like, so how did that go? How did it go? And I was like. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't tickle her with her eyes. It was, it was okay, yeah, do, we'll do it again next time. And then we, then we did the scene and it was in it. And at the end, I like, I don't know, I, I imagined, you know, trying to tickle someone with your eyes. And then afterwards, <laughs> uh, afterwards, like, I sort of sidled up to him and I went, I tickled her with my eyes. And he went, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and, and just, Tim, just for all our viewers, could you please just tickle Steve with your eyes real quick? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, I, <laughs> should I look into the camera? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> All right, thanks for that. <laughs> That's cool. That's an interesting piece of advice that, that well, he gave. Day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I love those kind of notes because it's. Um, I don't know. It's 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 finding the play, right? It's finding oh, the. Yeah. the the playfulness without getting too rigid in choreography or uh, stand here, stand there, move there, which can be helpful in some situations. But when you're dealing with relationships and especially one as important as um, the one that I have with Sonia, you need those kind of notes, which. Um, which sort of maybe don't make sense, like when you hear it, but I think probably to, to actors like you can understand what that means like it's something weird about putting the words like that tickle tickle her with your eyes that it sort of does make sense i guess when you're getting yeah. that note yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool yeah was, was there any other the just big um notes or input from any other directors or writers for you this season that was was helpful for you coming in to help sort of guide where your character went yeah oh yeah yeah that was a great piece of advice from john um notes from john who um there, there was it was the end so in that last shot of me i'm holding a baby yes yeah um, a new a new book which which was just incredible to um to act with okay um because i guess in a way if you're to go really uh really i mean what act what I, deep into what acting is is play and kind of being present in the moment mm -hmm. and a beta child is is that already in in uh, baby form there is 
100% presence there. There is 100% play there. And uh, and first of all, it was a strange situation because because I was in my trailer and I got a knock on the trailer and uh, the uh, AD came and was like, do you want to meet the the babies? And I was like, yeah, I want to meet the babies. And these there were two babies because what if I didn't know, but if one is crying, mm. they need so, to kind of uh, switch one out and put one in kind of thing as okay. and uh and so there were two babies so i went into this one trailer and met this this the mother of this baby and held the baby and made a connection with the baby and then like like i was a politician i then went into the next trailer shook the mother's hand said hello i'm tim is this your child can i meet your child <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, forming this this connection with, well, you know, whatever connection you can make in a couple of seconds of meeting a child. Anyway, so then it gets yeah. to the scene where I come in, and then this this baby is put into my arms, right? And um, and first of all, the baby just starts crying. Oh, and, of course. Um, I'm like, I'm, I've I've got I've got uh, a couple of a few nieces and nephews, so I'm. I like to think I know what I'm doing. So I just like started rocking and I, I managed to rock the baby into uh, uh, into a kind of sleep, right? And John came over and he was like, okay, so when you're looking at the child, you know, what's in that? What's in that? And I was like, well, you know, my legacy, my future, my, you know, the years of passing down. He went, yeah, but, you know, you're looking into you're looking into the universe. You're looking into the core, core, like there's, there is this whole other level that you are looking into. You're looking into like the core beliefs of the universe. And I was like, wow, yes, yes. And then <laughs> as soon as I like the cameras, I kind of, I didn't really care about what the camera was doing because I was just trying to rock this baby to sleep. So again, no acting required, but when you do just think about the, the, the nature of, what uh, a child is and and also for a child at that time to carry on this legacy that has been such an important role in this character's life I mean the stakes are huge and the mm. the mm. implementation and the the power that this baby has in my arms is is you know at, at such a high level so that that was a great note to have because yeah. it was yeah. the importance of you know what this whole show is about you know absolutely going with that like too destiny. is destiny. destiny destiny going with that though i mean with with the legacy and, and the sign too you have a lot of great moments with harry gilby where it feels yes. a lot like alfred and and you the moments with uh edward in season three um, I think one of the one of the big ones uh, that I, I really liked was one, obviously, when he was riding out to Bember, but the, the, the one at the meeting, though, too, um, yes. is when you ask him for his input and what he should do is side with the Avengers or with you or, <laughs> or what to do there. Hoping um, that you can get one person on your side. Mm. And unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? There is, you know, th that's another blow, isn't it? when he yeah. says i'm joining utred but at the same time i think there is a little respect in there for yeah. edward I think for his son to 
you know, that's almost an echo of season five, uh, episode five, um, that that moment in season yep. three where we go against Alfred. Like, 100%, yeah. You need these moments of pushing away to be able to define yourself as a leader. And mm-hmm. I think even though it hurts, Edward is still respecting and he he sees that in um <laughs> in 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 that moment and 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 what made that moment even better guys oh. even better is that is that over the course of months of wearing you know half of it was my own half of it was this bit this bit but then okay. it was kind of covered with uh with i'm not the the man doth protest too much right but uh, (laughs) but there was an element of um other months of of having this stuff on my face some some would get in my mouth right especially when i'd eat Mm. and it would go from it's difficult man it was difficult (laughs) to eat and it would get lodged in my throat Mm -hmm. and i'm not kidding guys so the night before I was I was asleep. It was it was maybe one 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 a.m. two a.m. and I woke up with a jolt, and I was choking. I was choking, okay. and I ran to the ran to the toilet, switched the light on, like and literally like like coughing up this thing. I was like, "What is in my? I'm dying. I'm dying. This is how I die. This is how I die in Budapest in in this situation." And and I was I had a hairball. I had an a- oh actual hairball. <laughs> and then the next day we were shooting that scene with Harry. And um, in one of the takes, I, they, they didn't use it, obviously, but I think it was in the rehearsal period. But in that moment, when Harry turns against me, I had a huge hairball in my oh, this- and, <laughs> and You should have kept it. <laughs> but it all adds to, you know what? Like, I was starting to get anxious about it. I was like, I can't believe this scene, which has taken three and a half days, which is quite a big scene for me. Right. I have a fucking hairball in my <laughs> I've like, what are, the, what are the chances of that? So I was like, you know what? Use it, Tim, use it. In this scene, he's pain, he's in pain. Use the pain. So I use the pain, guys. I use the hairball. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my God. Have you guys oh. ever had a hairball? Yes. So I, um, when Steve and I lived together, I grew my beard out for six or seven months. He I was part of a mean beard too. It was part of a bet us four roommates were having, um, and the winner got free Moe's, which is a restaurant we really like here. I don't know if you've ever had it. We're Southwest not sponsored Street. by Moe's people. <laughs> we're not, but we would like to be. So, um, no, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I've had hairballs, um, cause my beard was like super long and literally every time you eat, every time you eat it, like. Because the, the bet was you couldn't even trim. You couldn't even just like do this to, to trim. So it would literally curl into my mouth and Dude. inevitably it would like fall out. So, and, and my, one of my least favorite feelings in the world is having hair in the back of your throat. It's like, oh. I hate it. It's the, and it like, you can't get it out. It's so hard to get out. Um, yeah. So yes, I have. <laughs> what, 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 what did you, did you get them? Did you get the meal of Mo's? Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah, dude. What yeah. Did you have? It's called a wrong Doug. 
or it's, it's just, <laughs> his face it's called so, a, yeah, like incorrect Rose is awesome and the name doug and it's but okay. it's it's a it's it's a stack it's, it's a, like it's wrap tortilla thing soft tortilla they put cheese they put a hard shell they put i get chicken bean rice lettuce queso. tomato onion queso um this is very american by the way uh <laughs> mayonnaise uh no not mayonnaise sorry chipotle ranch there you go and another hard shell on top they fold it up like and then they toss it on they grill it and um you get it's amazing it's amazing okay. so okay. i did What's get it. hard shell oh a taco uh, like, a like taco um, uh taco shell yeah, tacos okay in I my guess. head right when you've been saying hard shell I've been picturing like a clam shell <laughs> and just biting into Ooh. a wrap, Ooh. this Ooh. weird crunch. Oh no. He's but never going to eat a wrong Doug now. <laughs> so fancy. That's a fancy but wrong Doug. The thing you have to know about Moe's, and Moe's is a chain here and it's so good. But um, when you go and look at the menu, like the names of the everything you get, like is the home racker, Joey Bag of Donuts, Wrong Doug. <laughs> moo moo mr cow like it's crazy and it like doesn't describe what it is underneath so you just wow. kind of have to know <laughs> oh that sounds great i think it's okay. changed since i think now yeah, they've like, got rid of a lot of that stack. stuff yeah um, they just call it a stack now it's not as cool but tim next time you're in the u.s yeah um if you like you to take me to mo's yes yeah let's, let's do Mo's. absolutely let's i will absolutely um, all right because you kind of need a little guidance to be quite honest there's okay. like a because I kept going because he would always talk about it and I would keep going. And I would get like a quesadilla or like a bowl or something. And I was like, ah, this is pretty meh. But he's always talking it up, saying he loves it. And there was like one day, um, it was just a really long, stressful day. I was like, let's go out. They're like, oh, let's go to Moe's. I was like, ah, fine, I'll go. And I got the wrong Doug and I've been sold since. Uh, he's so. never been so wrong in his life. <laughs> he's never been so mistaken. Where, whereabouts in the U.S. are you guys again? I'm in New York. I mean, I'm in uh, I'm in Virginia now. I'm actually near D.C. I'm in Northern Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay, what, dude, let, 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 I'm I'm gonna hold you to that, guys. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll do Moe's and we'll do Chick Fil A right after. Uh, so <laughs> the two best things. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be coughing coughing up hairballs all night. Yes. Where, where would you Where so, would you take us if we came to London, UK? Where would you take us? Where would I take you? Yeah. I'd, where would I? What fast food restaurant? I'd take you. I'd. I'd. What? Where's good? I tell you what. Um, there is a great. Uh, there's a great spot which does amazing ramen. Yeah. Called Ramenka, which is very good in the uh, in the heart of London. Um, I would. Oh, there's this also this great. Uh, well, that's the thing. There's a great Mexican restaurant. I can't remember the name of it now, which doesn't help. But you know what? You guys are probably used to better Mexican food living in the U.S. So I wouldn't. We got a lot of Mexican food. We don't know what it'd be yeah. like. But, we don't, but I'd want to try it, though. I'd want to try yeah, it. I'd want to try it. I'd like to try it. All right. Yeah, we do have a lot of Mexican food here. Um, a lot of good Mexican food. But yeah, okay. Good to know. Good to know. And um, oh, what was I going to say? But yeah, oh, so, we're talking about the Last Kingdom. That's right. Oh, we're talking about oh, the Last yeah. Kingdom. Oh, that's right. That's right. We could probably cut oh, everything yeah. out so far up till the Mo's talk. I think, guys, do you agree? Yeah, and just yeah. Keep the Mo's talk. Let's keep that um, yeah. a nice two-minute just conversation about food. <laughs> oh, and hairball. Why oh. big old steak? Oh, what'd you say? 
Uh, well, I, I was trying to segue into eating. You were uh, eating in one scene. I was eating in um, one scene. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it made me feel like I was the manliest man mm -hmm. eating steak with a knife. Yeah, it was cool. Hall. You know, it, it was in. Um, was in another. Was it in Aylesburg or was it in yeah, Aylesburg probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So having had the beard now, having worn that all season, does that make you want to try to full out grow out a you know a six month period of growing out a beard? Or are you like, no more no beard for me ever? I you know what I I do. I do I, I do try and I let it I let it grow um whenever I can. But then I get a self tape through or an audition through where I have to play like a 17, 18 year old and I have to shave it off again. So right. at the moment, it, this is, this is what, this is what's, this is the look. Yeah. Back to shaving. One day though. One thing that was really interesting about Edward this season is that he just does not care what Ethelhelm says now. Yeah. Last season, it was Ethelhelm kind of driving the ship. It felt like a lot of times. Um, so how is that now that like every time Ethelhelm said something, you're like, let's, let's check the sources on this. Let's, <laughs> which was cool. We were like, yes, Edward. Yes. Check your sources. Yeah, check those sources. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get a fact yeah. check on this. <laughs> get a fact check on That's this. fake news. Uh, Ethelhelm. Every time Ethelhelm talks, <laughs> let's get a fact check. Get a fact check. Yeah. Um, uh, you know the episode of South Park with the human centipede, and it's like we have to make them learn how to read. Um, <laughs> uh, he <laughs> he uh, he learned how to read. He yeah. did. He, he I think he got to that position. You know when you get to a position uh, of when you realize no one else really knows what they're doing either. Mm -hmm. Of of adults specifically. Yes, I think he would got has gotten to that point where he's like oh everyone else doesn't know what they're doing either and this is just an old man who wants power and wants uh wants things for the wrong reasons and i disagree with him um uh, and you know what that's also a thing because you know in season four you know he's in a position where he disagrees with people and the only thing he can react with is anger or um right. by 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 being very hot headed because he is in he doesn't feel comfortable in his own body right but in season five he's very comfortable and then if someone disagrees with him he's like no I'm the king like this is how I'm doing things this is what my approach is and I'm gonna do it I don't care about Ethelhelm like, I don't care about your views Uhtred what's your storyline like yes. well, <laughs> that doesn't matter to me where do you want to go Bevanba what no. I'm the king. I'm doing my thing. Leave me alone. Like, it's much more of that nature of being having the self-esteem and yeah. uh, and being more uh, mature and and uh, you know just chilled out. I guess. Yeah. 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 Make the right decisions. Yeah, he totally. felt very self-actualized this season. Is is I think why also too I really mm -hmm. liked him this season. He like he knew who he was, what he was doing. He wasn't in. That's why I just I just love all the scenes where now Ethelhelm is just freaking out because he's been outmaneuvered so by you or he, so he can't flustered. he can't get you to listen to him anymore. He's just like, no, yeah. I think I'll I'll do this other thing that makes sense. And he just he just starts losing it from there, which leads to also a lot of great moments from Adrian yeah. Schiller, though, this this season, though, too, because oh now he's on yeah. the 
the defensive end. Yeah, I mean, he's an incredible actor to work with and um, he's he's just incredible to watch. And, you know, there's that element to it. And also the the element of, you know, not being under the thumb of his mother anymore. Oh, that's a good uh, point too, yeah. Because, you know, there, there's that element to it where he's in his own, he's in his own and his mother isn't there to kind of meddle around. And he's also in a position where he doesn't need her around anymore. So, right. Yeah, he's very much, very much uh, 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 balling. He's yeah. balling this season. That's, that's a great way to put it. He's balling this season. And so I want to touch more on the relationship with Edward and Ethelstan, sort of more from the beginning, like when they first meet, because there's that great first interaction that um, they've had. And it's like the first time they've interacted, I don't know how many years since Ethelstan had seen his dad. Um, could you maybe talk about like what went into and you know, how did you see it kind of going into how Ethelstan and Edward's relationship was going to be from the start? Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there, isn't there? I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, there is the sins of your father, isn't there, where he's, you know, he's becoming how he's trying hard to not be Al- Alfred. He's trying hard to be Alfred in many ways, but in right. many ways, trying hard to be a good father right but also how can you be a good father without being at the detriment of the uh the power in which a king uh like and the authority of a king where you have so much to deal with and also there's so much importance so there is there is still being a good father but then there is also uh putting first your position as a king and your Mm. people Hmm. So there's a balancing act there, which obviously the the, the scales start to uh, weigh heavy on one side. Um, but then there's also the fact that he's obviously this whole different person, Ethelstan, due to the guidance of Uhtred. Right. And also, what does that involve? Like his attitude to Uhtred, like this kid is being brought up by this other guy who in some ways is total opposite to him. Mm-hmm. is a wild man but he had to send him away with Uhtred so he's he's at fault but also of course he's in pain because he wants his to show love to his son but also in his position you can't even if you could there's this unavailability that you have to show this affection your love right. to your son who you've become incredibly distant with so um that all adds to the whole um situation as well you know absolutely absolutely it was it was cool to see that i think we were really anticipating a lot of ethel stand this season and it was cool to see you go from i mean it's not that you ever deny him right away the first time you meet him you say i'd like to talk to you more soon about this um and then slowly you start to take him under your wing and start to guide him that was that was pretty awesome to see um, and another character that you interact with a lot, obviously, is the Adgifu, played by Sonia Cassidy, which you mentioned earlier. And there's one scene in particular that I got to ask you about because you kind of go through grief, anger, guilt, um, right after you find Aelflaed or you see Aelflaed's body and the Adgifu kind of comes in to console you. Uh, could you talk about doing that scene? Because that, that, to me, looked like it would be an intricate scene to play because of all the emotions you have to display. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that like? 
Yes, 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 yes. It starts with me looking at the body of, uh, of my dead wife. Um, yes. And yeah, there are, yeah, I mean, how do you play that? I guess how you play that is to take each moment at each time, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking the corpse of this woman who you never really loved, who you were supposed to love and who you, you know what? I think in that moment, he's realizing how much he was, he was a, he was not good to her. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was in denial a lot. And he, he, in that moment, he realizes that he was not a good man to her. And it's always until, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then he turns and, you know, there's that moment with Sonia and he breaks down. But then then it goes from, you know, you hurt the ones you love, right? Because you're in a position where you, you're you in this, you, this, she is the only person he trusts in the world right now. Right. And he vents at her because of that fact. And then he realizes he's just in this pattern of, of self-destruction and 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 aggression and which is it and it it's needed it's needed because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's realizing all the mistakes he's been making and he's realizing in real time uh how he can be a better person or begin to make actions to be a better king to be a better lover to be a better father to be a better brother like to be a better uh leader by stopping making these mistakes and mm-hmm. um and but what that needs is someone for him to trust to do that to right and he hasn't had that he's had to bottle everything up which has caused this tension which has caused this aggression which has caused this hot-headedness in season four because he has no person to trust to let out to right. to fight in so in this scene he is finally uh reaching this redemptive quality of of being able to let that all out to this person who is now gonna go on a journey with to become the man he wants to be and i think you know it's it's at rock bottom that these things happen and for edward this is rock bottom you know he's losing everyone his sister his wife so it's uh it's, it is a big moment, and it, I guess it's just portraying those elements to it. Totally. Like, the, when you say, you know, you go from yelling, like, we are not blameless, like, out of nowhere, and then you start saying, like, I'm not a good man, I'm not a good man, and basically start crying on her shoulder. So it was, it was really cool to see the range of all those emotions in a short time, and uh, you definitely nailed that scene. Um, and it really, I think, showed well how Yadgafu sort of helps refocus you in sort of the montage uh, scenes after that and uh, it, it was pretty cool yeah and how she says to not worry about being a good man just be a good king yeah um mm-hmm. which was i think pretty much sums cool. that up is yeah cool line, mm-hmm. cool line. yeah I, th- I think you know that that yeah it's a great because it's like okay good you've come to this realization but like snap out of it Absolutely. let's 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 pick ourselves up and head on which is what you want your um what you, you what you want your partner to do really to understand to listen but then mm-hmm. to kind of bring you out of it yeah and then conversely you have another moment of her that you display happiness when she tells you about the baby 
Uh, and that was a really cool twist when you say like not another bastard, you know, no more and bastards. Uh, no more bastards. But, <laughs> and that's what she thinks too. She's like, I know, I know. Um, so, so what was that scene like? Yeah, that the uh, yeah, it's it was it was again that was that was that was joyful, you know. That was sure. that's it's always fun to find those joyful moments for Edward because they're so few. Right, uh, right. <laughs> Edward, because he's dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he he it's it was good to have that moment of, you know, to to be able to um have that moment of of, you know, I'm having this child with this person I love and this is um this is a good thing and this is a blessing and this is you know I think he said this is God's message that we're on the right path that we are we things are going to get better and you know for a long I think it all was getting quite overwhelming for Edward and he was finding it difficult to cope with everything because everything seemed to be a loss everything seems to be falling apart but now he has this you know glimmer of hope in his life and his relationship that it's um it's going to be a positive thing totally totally and another favorite scene of ours this season that you have a big part in is and not that we liked that it happened but is sig trigger's death and harry gilby even told us that um he wasn't really a huge part in that scene, but that was one of his favorite scenes to be a part of. So um, did you sh share any of those feelings that day when, when uh, of Sig Trigger's death, was that a special scene for you to be a part of as well? Yeah. 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 I mean, Ace. Oh. Ace Sig Trigger is, is just incredible. Um, and there was, there was actually, there's there was a bit there was a lot of people on set that day mm -hmm. and the uh first ad gave a speech at the beginning of the day and they were like look there's a lot of important moments here today so we're going to be respectful and we're gonna um we're gonna not we're gonna be just on it today and we're gonna give the actors or give each other the time that we all need and he just kind of set the scene to make everyone just kind of join as a because it can be quite frantic if 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 you're needing shit done all the time and there's loads of things that go into a set and all people have their jobs to just have that moment where everyone's like we are one mm. and we are creating mm. this piece of art it was just the most just the perfect thing to do which led to this atmosphere on set which was so respectful and so i mean there was that the, the moment when i walked when we rehearsed it for the first time and i walked out with utrid and james and they were just there lined up and it was yeah. like uh, it was like a western man it was yeah. like it was like coming at coming at coming at, and and i'm like well you're gonna do this thing he's like no and you know there's a decision to be made and there are mm. you know guns at guns at dawn guns at dawn guns at noon one of those phrases but you know what i mean where it's yeah, just like, right 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 it, it was on a it was on a it was on High a noon yeah, yeah. The, the tension you could cut with a knife right totally totally and uh and yeah it was it was so much fun to you know be and be the guy who's making the decision yeah. and and there, there was that interplay between us but then i had a long amount of time where i'm just watching alex and uh 
Ace and Ruby, right? Jacko and Mickey, and they're all doing this. And I was just watching, and it was a real pleasure for me to be witnessing that because that was just so delicately played by all the actors. Um, but <laughs> there was a moment where I think it was this. Then there was just this amazing acting. You know, you know this this collaborative piece of all these people, and 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 then I'm like, and then it's done and i'm like right everybody pack your shit and go <laughs> and it's so cold the line is so cold and it's so removed that i just made myself shiver like i've just watched everything happen i'm like right everyone let's move like it was a real it was but it turned into a real fun line to play because yeah. it's like this is edward right is yeah, right. again again i don't care about i mean i gave you a chance but also right. like okay, let's go now like yeah we got stuff to do. We got stuff um, to do. Yeah. That's what, and again, like in that moment, like I could see where he was coming from. Like I didn't want Citrigur to die, but I mean, at the same time, like he did attack a bunch of your people and you did say, Hey, here's a way out. Yeah. And he was like, Nope. And they're like, well, I, I have to do something about that. Otherwise my yeah. word doesn't mean anything. Right. So, and I, I, I kind of felt for Edward here in this moment because it was like, I know he doesn't want to kill Sig Trigger. But he kind of has to. He kind of has to set this example. Otherwise, he's going to look to the other Saxon people like, you know, like, what the heck? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was a real that those. Yeah, it was a really lovely um, scene, that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was cool. And speaking of when you guys are in the tents, you had an awesome charge in season four. Um, and again, at the Helms camp, you charge in on the horses, which was was pretty epic. That battle, just in general, was pretty epic. Could you talk about riding in on the horses into that battle? Yeah, into the camp, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, I mean, the stunt team did an amazing, amazing work, and Levy, who you've chatted yeah, to, right? we had. We're yeah. so lucky to have him on. He was such oh, a great guest. Yeah, the best. He's the best. We we started watching videos of the stuff he does, like some of his reels on the yeah. horses, um, his like stunt reel. That's yeah. unbelievable. He's like a Greek god on those horses, man. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do yeah, you ride he... two horses? He's like, you just stand up. <laughs> and I live in a horse barn, Tim, and he was like, Yeah, just go try it. Like, just stand up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's I'm... he's just next level, isn't he? Yeah. It was really cool to do that amongst a camp and seeing, um, seeing, uh, and then they, they like filled it with fog and, 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 uh, you know, um, and then like it was, it's, it's just great, isn't it? I mean, I'm trying yeah. to find delicate details, but to be in a three dimensional set like that and be riding a horse into battle and everything's going off, it's, it's just a thrill. And I'm very honored to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, you were a lot of the big battles this season too. You were in, I think, all of them except like Efferwich, um, right? And right. like at the end of Bedford too. I mean, um, you have a lot of great beats too. You know, you're you're trying to save your, uh, you know, you're not you're trying to not go over the cliffs. Um, trying and real too, hard, like, yeah. yeah. And then you have to fight this giant Dane too. It's like this big oh, yeah. dude just gives you a kick down. Um, yeah. What was it like? I mean, you already said it was it was pretty hot that day. What was it like working on that big battle and and uh, the shield wall trying to fight off the cliff oh, there? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's just brilliant. I mean, you're using, I mean, the cliff stuff, you're just using your, your imagination. So I was, that was the one thing I was so excited to see because I was like, how are they going to fit all this together, you know? Mm. And did the, the, the kind of the claustrophobic feel that John East managed to um, create with mm -hmm. that whole thing, like you feel like you're amongst it and it's totally, you're like nearing the edge of the cliff and, you know, I was thinking, how far am I going to go with this? And then, you know, you go from it was so interesting to play because you're like, OK, I'm being pushed off a cliff here. Like, but I'm not being your, your mind isn't going. I'm acting being pushed off a cliff. You're like, OK, how far have I got to life to like because right. I'm approaching the end. But then I'm like, I've got to protect my son and my son is more important than me. And I'm trying to hold back. And then it turns mm. into not being pushed off, but pushing back. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to push back against everyone. Oh, so working out the logistics of the thought processes that go on, go through, like being pushed off a cliff was quite interesting to play because it, it becomes very two dimensional if it's just pushed off a cliff. But there's so many things like happening there. Yeah. You've been claustrophobic. You want to protect your son. You're running out of breath. You're dehydrated in the sun. Um so yeah that was really uh really cool to play and really cool to see yeah um i really yeah. love it too once they once uh utrid's army comes and they they start tearing up the other side they eventually let off of your your end and you guys you and harry gelby you guys have an amazing charge like yes yeah. we're not gonna get pushed off the cliffs that was amazing yeah. that was yeah, amazing yeah. It's like it's like this whole whole relief, right? Yes, yes. And this like let go, and then the just the I think uh, Johnny's turned to me and he was like, "Okay, in this one, I, I want to see your uh, I want to see your war face." And I was like, "You're gonna see my war face, mate." <laughs> yeah, baby. And uh, and then went up to the yeah. It was it was it was real pleasure to um and to be doing with that with Harry was. Uh, really cool as well because it's like these you, you're at war with your son and you're right. you're showing him the ropes ropes but then you're at this this point where you are you know fearing your son's death as more than your own through a king so it was really nice to play in fact there was a there was a bit in uh in i think it's when i after the battle and i come in and um you know i'm like Send, saying to Uhtred, like, uh, you have you have helped us. Uh, what is it? I come in through the gates and I, I have this huge, like, and now you should profit for generations. Or yes. Yeah, I, have yeah. this, I have this huge um, kind of... Uh, you acknowledge Uhtred. Is, is, you, you, I acknowledge yeah. Uhtred, right? It's a big moment. It's an it's important huge. moment. Yeah. I was going to ask you about this next, actually. So, perfect. And, 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 uh, and... <laughs> We went through it a couple of times and then on this one take, I decided like, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to like look over there this time. And I make this huge declaration and the camera's like in front of me and I look over and Harry, right, has obviously just got his lunch and he's eating this like vegetable dal, and he's like off camera. And I just see him like, it's, it was a beautiful moment because it was like him, him really excited to eat his lunch, him taking a bite realizing i'm looking straight at him in my take and he kind of like choked on it and went like and then tried to hide it like 
<laughs> and afterwards he was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't think you'd look at me. And like, Harry, in that scene, I'm supposed to be like looking at my troops, not looking at you eating your lunch. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you you mentioned when when uh when you and David Dawson, I think one of the first times you guys were mm. working together, and and you guys are in the hall, and and he's just like being Alfred, and he's like telling you, you know, about the not the to slouch, and he's like don't to slouch. slouch. Was was there any other moments between uh, like you and Harry? Was there anything you like you kind of you played the father role there for him, and we're we're taking him on that kind of ride? Well, I mean. I don't know, but I think you'd have to ask Harry that. I, you know, what what was interesting? Uh, we we haven't really talked about this, but like, we were there during lockdown, yeah, right? yeah, and we were in Budapest for six months. Normally, we fly back and forth, but we right. were there six months solid, right? In the same block of apartments together, so we were like living together, all of us. Um, and, you know, so much can happen in people's lives in six months. So we went through like a lot of stuff together and, you know, we were already tight as it is, but then, you know, we became even closer and, you know, it turned into, there wasn't really much rehearsal needed in some cases because in, through this osmosis of living together and being in each other's company for so long, we, we just kind of turned up on set and just knew how to react to each other's rhythms and vibes kind of thing. Um, and with Harry, there was, there's also, there was a strange element. I don't know. I think, I think he agrees, but there's this kind of kindred spirits uh, element mm -hmm. to me and Harry where he is kind of like a younger version of me in a way mm -hmm. to the point where we, we off one of my favorite songs by the police. One of my favorite bands is the police. Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite songs is the King of Pain. Right. Okay. And, and it's like this, great tune which starts with this like cowbell yeah. um more cowbell and uh <laughs> it needs more and, cowbell <laughs> needs more cowbell um and harry it was harry's favorite song as well and we were into the same music we were into the same um like we, we were just like kind of very similar yeah. so as soon as we met we were we were we were kind of just like vibing you know yeah so, um when we met when we talked with him he seemed like an old soul in a lot of ways um, yes. a lot of his interests were like oh that's kind of cool that's kind of cool i bet he did you tell him that i bet he would have loved that i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we did yeah. yeah yeah he we had an awesome he said there was also there was a whiplash moment between the two of you where you guys reenact the the scene from whiplash at the end <laughs> dude um, yeah did, what did he tell you that did he tell you all? I mean, he pretty much just told us that, and he was he was J.K. Simmons, and he was the one. Yeah. Like, Come on, give me more. And yeah. uh, you were drumming. I was, on the, I was on a drum kit, man, and yeah. I, 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 we, we reached this point where we. It was just, it was just like, yeah. I reached this state of flow and this, oh. this, this higher level, which was just, you know, I. He was basically conducting me, yeah, and it yeah. was. Um, it was uh, it was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> He's, it was, yeah. If, did he do the impression? He yeah, does a very good. Well, a little yeah. bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. He's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not quite <laughs> my tempo. Not quite my well, tempo. Oh, well, okay. 
but it's cool because you know your relationship with him it seems supernatural on screen it seems yeah. to grow naturally he um, does a great job of looking at you like a father that he wants to have more time with which is cool but i want to ask you a little bit more about that big scene at the end when you do acknowledge utrid because it was sort of and you have a lot of scenes where you like everybody's kind of watching you and the spotlight's on you but now the spotlight is on you and alexander draymond and like you said this is a, a really big moment did you feel any pressure going into this moment um about executing this moment or, or anything like that oh yeah there's always there's always pressure and uh in executing the moment for me um okay. uh, there is yes because there's also again there's so much in that and there's so much uh he's he's achieved everything he's wanted to achieve in that moment and this this person who who you know and again it kind of echoes that moment in season three where i um i uh, what is it i'm in the courtyard and i free him is mm. that right yeah, um, I, yeah and i what what episode is it? it's just after alfred's died and i pardon oh yeah him. yeah yeah oh, uh, so yeah, late late yeah. season three yeah I, I know what you're talking about now yeah. Three, yeah yeah that was an amazing moment too that was also an amazing moment yeah and, and so you have this the, these moments which add to the all everything with this character which you know it is a big moment and i guess I guess you start to, you're in a big courtyard and then there's lots of actors and supporting artists. And, and then in the moment, you've just got to kind of be present and um, look in those, look in those dreamy eyes of dreams <laughs> and uh, try and connect, which isn't hard because he's an incredible actor and a very, right. very uh, uh, open actor. And the, yeah. And so the, that was a that was a really lovely moment until you turn around and see Harry Gilby in his love. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. But speaking of how you have so many since the beginning of your time on the show, there's so many cool moments with Utrid where you sort of idolize him in season three, then you deny him going to Bevinber season four. You have some other moments season four, um, and in season five eventually leads up to you getting to say to Bebenberg then Lord Uhtred uh, was that special for you to say because I know as a fan uh, Steve and I were just like yes let's go it is time time to do this uh, what we've yes. all been waiting for since season one honestly uh, was that special for you to get to to deliver that line yeah 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 I mean I mean of course yeah because you're you're your, I mean, that's that's just his goal, isn't it? To take back Bedlamber and to be able to um, to be able to offer that moment to him as a character is pretty good, especially in since in in the episode before, you know, there's that moment where he even goes like Lord Uhtred, but um, Lord Lord Uhtred of Bedlamber, right. just as he always wanted. Yeah. Now, you know, finally, you're a Saxon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's the element of like, oh, you know, it's a bit cynical. It's a bit, you know, the, the, what's really behind? I don't trust if this is just for you. But then in that moment, it is it is for you, Uhtred, but it's also for a lot more. It's right. for all of us, you know, and and there's that there's that whole weight to it as well, which is the good of the good of the um, 
the good of all of us and the way we can all help each other and uh, um, and get there, which I think is a is a good kind of meaning for uh, life. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were so many times. Have you seen the episode in South Park with the Mormons where they're like, dum, 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 smart, smart, <laughs> smart, smart, smart. So I, uh, if, if anybody watches our recaps, I say that a lot. And a lot of times with Edward this season, because um, there's so many times where Edward is just like, oh, there's a problem. Oh, uh, send for Uhtred. <laughs> you know, go get Uhtred or something. And I just say smart, 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 smart. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so it's cool to see how you guys grew. And then there's a there's a little thread. Um, it's not it's not major, but it was really cool to see when Utrid tells you about Osford, your your uh, half brother, right? That you really don't have anything to do with, but you do like subtly show a little bit of like sadness. I guess I'm not sure if that's what after is it in the mid mid middle of the season. Yeah, yeah middle of the season. And then you have like a line to him where you say he was your true brother. Um, wh- could you talk about like, like what was in your head leading into when Utra delivers that news? Cause obviously you can't be like super upset because you're not really supposed to care much about Osforth, but you do show like a little, little bit of concern, a little bit of sadness. Mm. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, that, that is obviously a delicate relationship that right. he, he had a very conflicting feelings about Edward did, I think, because, you know, that there, there's, uh, again, like, I didn't really know him, but there is that kind of relationship. I do have a relationship with this person and he's just, uh, he's just been killed. So the thing is in that line, in that way I played it, it was, you know, empathy and compassion to Uhtred but there is this overall awareness of, well, this is how the game of life happens and there will be casualties. And I'm sorry, but we need to pick ourselves up and move on in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we, I mean, I say that to um, Elfwin yeah. about Ethelred, right? Like this is, this is life. This is how things go. We, we have to learn to, to be able to move along with the game of life, because the moment we start to take these on, take these weights mm-hmm. on of the deaths, and uh, it can weigh heavy on us, and we it will be the detriment of us. So we need to acknowledge, but then you know, Lee carry on because uh, again, this is the ninth century, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Also, when you talk to Aelflin that time, and I didn't catch it the first time we watched, but you're like, don't worry, the Elderman will be taken care of. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the second time I watched, like, ooh, okay. Okay. That was cool. And then, um, you know, you also go to Ethelflaed and you have that moment. You don't really get to, you know, you don't get to see her alive. Um, But that was also a really awesome moment um, when you say your goodbyes to Ethelflaed. That, that was cool was it was it sad to have um you know your your sister on the show millie brady um obviously leaving the show with her death uh, was there a lot of emotions on set that day yeah 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 yeah. a lot of tears a lot of a lot of snot um <laughs> a lot uh you know that yeah i mean yeah millie's such an incredible 
actor and you know she she was one of the ones at the beginning who kind of uh welcomed me into the family of the last kingdom and kind of kind of uh you know invited me to you know gatherings and dinners and make sure I was kind of being welcomed so Mm -hmm. she she you know the the she was just a real sad loss when she went um and again like for Edward when he walks into that room and sees her body it's it's this he can't really contain his emotion and he gets overcome by this grief which he has been bottling up and uh it needs it needed you know he's holding in all this emotion for this time but I came to the decision that in that moment it needed this overflow of this 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 letting out of this grief which he has been because as soon as he sees her face, that's it. That's that's yeah. his system in there. And then that's what leads him to make the decision of, well, I'm going to make sure that Mercia is taken care of by uh, getting the Elderman killed. And um, it needed that. And uh, it was a very like lovely atmosphere on set that day uh, because everyone was aware of it being Millie's last week and how much of a special part she's played on the show. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a nice moment. Gotcha. Have you seen season five yet too? Have you seen it since it's come out? I, I watched the last two episodes Mm -hmm. because my, I walked into the room one time and my mom was watching it. So I, Mm -hmm. I watched, I was interested to see the, uh, the cliff stuff, Yeah, yeah. but I actually haven't, um, got around to watching it I, I i think i might give it some time because sure. i i uh i find it quite hard to watch myself so right uh i, I might give it some time before I, I give it a watch but uh it's been it's such a great thing to see it get such a good reception yeah um just the, the fans are just brilliant that cool. they, it's received reception and it's yeah, it's great. Like how have I said, we've been with we loved you it. this season. How have they been? How's your fan interaction, I guess, going so far this season? Uh, I mean, yeah, the messages I've been sent of are lovely, and even the, even the message I get people messaging me going, "Yo, dude, I hate you." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's great. I, that's I mean, awesome. you've got to you get all people like you know, you're you're so like what I love is you know meeting fans, especially the conventions who are like who find things they hate about Edward. And I'm like, great, what do you hate about him? Like, tell me why. And I can try and, well, I don't want to force anyone to any mode of opinion, but I can kind of explain sure, that, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all from a point of, you know, there's a reason why you're frustrated with his decisions. And that's that's a good thing. And you're meant um, to be in the show. I mean, it's the point a lot of the time, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, this season too, like I, I don't know. I could see every all of his points this season, honestly. Yeah. Like last season, like it was definitely he was frustrating, uh, uh, most of the time, I would say. But this one, like I, I don't know. Like there was so many moments. I was like, Edward had this great moment. Edward had this great yeah. moment. Like so, and many- it's still frustrating sometimes because it's not exactly what you want for Uhtred sometimes. Yeah. But it, it was cool to see Edward like. In I think command people will year. be yeah, and I think people will look back on this because like when we were first watching the show um colby and i would like we were always frustrated with alfred but now like alfred, all yeah. we ever do is like david dawson was so good you know and alfred yeah, is so yeah. great and like because like that's how what so i think a lot of people are going to look back and this and be like wow 
like his arc from going from like the 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 you know Simba with Mufasa to having to figure himself out in season four to yeah, yeah. to like being the king. You know, I think people I think people will be looking back like, oh damn, he nailed it that last yeah. season. Yeah, it's been, what a, uh, what an honor to have a journey like that as an actor to start from um, season three and have those that, that arc leading to uh, the the end of season five and it's um, yeah it's been a real blessing to play and uh, it's and uh, yeah hopefully the uh, the fans love it. So. That's awesome and and obviously um, your arc is not done yet and we're not going to ask you much about the movie obviously because. Uh, there's not much you can say about it right now but leading up to the movie there was a little bit of foreshadowing um with Constantine who is one of our new favorite characters of the show uh he was awesome and you have this king to king stare down with him it's a mean mugging. Ride, just mean mugging each other um and the, a fan actually asked us to ask Rod this and we did not but I guess I'll ask you you know what's going through Edward's head when when Constantine rides by there um just mean mugging it's the only time i see him right it's the only yeah. acting i had with rod and rod was uh i was really uh quite disappointed in that because rod i think is uh, such a incredible actor yeah and, um such a nice man and uh but it was great actually that it's all in that one scene and it's almost like you know this this guy who who's built up in his head as this Scottish king. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's, you talk about this character so much and you think about this character so much as Edward and who this, what this man is doing. And you build this person up in your head. And then that suddenly, I mean, there's no, at, the, at that time, he doesn't know what this person looks like. And at that time it wouldn't have been the case. So actually when you're to look at it, like when there is, he's first meeting this guy, it's like, what is that? Is it, is it wow this guy's taller than i expected this guy's mm. like me than i expected like mm -hmm. there's also an element i think of um hamlet and fortinbras right mm -hmm. like hamlet is always talking about fortinbras at the beginning of the play and fortinbras is also e echoing fortinbras plays this character that echoes hamlet's own um uh acknowledgement of what who he wants to be so mm -hmm. there's almost again with with the character of Ethelstan, like him looking at this man, sizing him up, going, "Okay, I respect you as well as, as well as." I don't think there's fear there. I think there's respect. I think there's maybe anger, but I think it's at the end of the day, like two leaders who are wanting the same thing, who are looking at each other, and in that kind of moment, they are you know, almost two kindred spirits in a way. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So there's there's a lot going there. Um, and also like the guy is just, you've just caused this whole right. battle and war mm -hmm. and all these people have died, all these people have suffered, all these people have been burnt alive. And these are the two men responsible uh, in a way. I mean, there's lots right. of responsibility, but you know what I mean? There's, it's like, Guys, all you need to do is sit down and talk to each other. Mm. Just talk to each other, talk sit down with a couple of meads of ale, get some food, you know. Yeah, yeah get, get some, some get wrong dog, get some moats. <laughs> Just yeah. picturing Constantine and Edward, full king, kingly garb, <laughs> walking into Moe's. With like a napkin. With a, yeah, with a bib. And uh, <laughs> I want a wrong dog. 
but but one element too of your acting this this season i wonder if you could touch on a bit is how you use silence and the tension that it brings and it also i think it adds a lot to your kingly authority the way that everybody's just waiting to hear what you were going to say um but you you utilize silence really well this season um could you talk about that was that deliberate was that a note that a director gave you or yeah i guess it's all in the the playing of the scene right i think mm-hmm. silence can be such a powerful tool to be used to assert authority and power and to also just sit with your thoughts before you react um, yeah, yeah which is a huge um theme of edward this season is always thinking before he re- reacts so yeah absolutely yeah. i mean there's you know it's almost that counting to 10 you know you know right. you're having that reaction to what's happening and to give the silence is you just you know meditating on the subject as you taking in everything and then waiting a moment giving the order mm-hmm. and it it's it's a powerful tool and it's um it's it's definitely a necessary tool i i feel instead of reacting straight away as especially totally. as an leader and um and uh and and there's then there's i mean for me personally like i've had this little thing since season three for edward with rings and there's been yes. a specific um in season three, I think I'm nervous and I'm like tapping my ring, waiting for Elfled. Right. And Ethel the first time. And Alfred says, like, stop being nervous or whatever. And that's, uh, I was, I, I found that moment and I was like, oh, that's quite a nice little character trait. Yeah. And then season four, I do it again at some point. I think, uh, and I'm just tapping my rings. And then, and then in season five, there's that element in in the scene where I'm um, laying the law down yes. to the Avengers, and that that was a mo- so um, uh, I I, uh, I was I was doing doing playing the scene, and uh, I, I was sitting there and I just started tapping my finger, but I, I only was like kind of tapping in that silence. Yes, kind exactly. Of, kind of taking it all in and um and anthony the director came up to me afterwards and he's like that that thing you did with the rings i just did it for like three taps and he's like do it for 11 taps and i was like what and in tv like it needs to be quick you can't like drag out scenes i'm like are you sure he went yeah no 12 12 taps (laughs) no you're right you're right (laughs) needs to be longer and and we played it again and it led up to that moment i'm just there tapping and i'm like going through everything and then i you know and it gave me this 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 power to you know like i I stand up and it's that moment where i walk down and then i turn to my son i'm like okay let's approach this relationship let's approach this means of attack you know and and afterwards, I was like, is it too long? And he's like, no, it's great. It's great. And he was, he was an amazing director to work with. And he, 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 it was fortunate that he gave me the, um, the permission to allow that time because it, it adds quite a lot to the scene, I think, because oh, it's, yeah, this, really. it's almost like a ticking clock, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. The, 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 the clock's counting down and the Avengers are like, what's going on what's Thanos gonna do (laughs) 
and it's slow and deliberate this time too like i think that's a great metaphor for just how edward has developed since season three with the nervous tapping the quick tapping and now it's like boom 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 you know i think authoritative (laughs) is like such a great word for edward this season but yeah harry harry came up to me afterwards and he he he, he's just like the ring tap mate trailer bait absolute trailer and it was it was (laughs) and it was it It was was. (laughs) these people richard do not think it is our choice because it is our destiny join the trailer yeah yeah it was i know i think i think after watching the trailer i was one of the things i was really excited for one was seeing ethel stand and what he was going to do but another thing was like i can't wait to see edward this season because he's got a beard now he's tapping that ring on that throne (laughs) that's what that's what got us excited we were like we've never heard 12 before (laughs) we've never heard 12 this is crazy went that high this is crazy (laughs) 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 this is can they do that this is never before seen 12 taps (laughs) that's great that's great and did you have a favorite scene this season that you did? Was there anyone that was like your favorite to do? I mean, that scene was pretty, yeah, pretty cool, man. I mean, you know, that took three and a half days to shoot, and it was it, it turned into a play where, you know, I think in TV, most of the time you're on because the scripts changed in the mm-hmm. morning or you're learning lines the night before. You're, it's almost like you're finding the lines, but with this three and a half days, you had I had time to kind of sit with the text and really sit into it and really think about the rhythms of the other actors and think about the beats that I need to hit with the other actors. And it turned into this almost like a play. Um, and to be able to be in that situation where you, it, it, it becomes about, the, the lines are just there. Like there were times when I, you have this moment where you're like, oh, I don't know the line. And then the line just comes out because it's mm. in your memory and you are just present and you are there. And then the goal starts to be like, okay, where do I find the freshness to it? How do I, how do I not make it stale? How do I get over this huge hairball that's sitting in my throat, <laughs> my lines? Um, you know, and uh, that was fun. The, the scene with Ruby where I yes. uh, I I kind of um, she, she denies you. She, like, you you give her a great job offer with benefits and longevity life insurance and she just no thank you <laughs> but you you know what man yeah I'm approaching all these favorite scenes from you know a quite a selfish you know what 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 did I get out of it mm. but then but then I think about scenes where I didn't have much to do and I was just watching, watching actors like, like that one with Ace. Right. Sing, right. Right. And I'm on, I'm, I'm at this point where I can uh, watch the other actor. I mean, I the scenes with Sonia, like sometimes I just would just watch her find the scene and find her beats that she'd pick up and find her thoughts. And it was a huge you know, you learn so much from doing that. And you're, it's such a blessing to be in a job where everyone's so talented that you can really just watch and learn from uh, everyone's different um, cool. approaches to cool. acting, you know? 
Cool. And the day that you do that, Ruby does deny you uh, that job offer. It looked like you could see your breath every time you talked. Was it like freezing in there that day? Oh yeah. 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 Was it cold? It was, yeah. 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 It was, like it was either that or he was vaping. Edward is vaping. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah. And that whole, I think the lighting as well mm. was mm-hmm. just, um, um, I think Tim Palmer, the DOP, was lighting yeah. him. He's incredible. Yeah, we um, hope to have him on here. Um, oh, yeah. He's, we've we've he's, reached out to him. So, yeah. yeah he was great. Yeah. Uh, DOPs are, are fascinating to watch. It, it, when, when it yells cut yeah. and you're just watching everyone do their bit, the DOP is like the controller of light. Yeah. In a, like, they'll just walk up to like a beam coming through a church window and just hold their hand up and go okay we want another 0.5 turned up and this like light like goes up and like a small fraction but you notice the distance and suddenly it creates wow. this move you're like you are you you are god you are you <laughs> are creating the soul. You are, yeah and we had chaz bain on the podcast and that was that was a treat to to get to pick his brain about what went into to filming the last kingdom and um so yeah, we hope to have Tim Palmer on. Are you okay if we have another Tim on the podcast? <laughs> like, we don't want to, you know, ruin our you know, Tim. Be unfaithful. Be unfaithful. Yeah. Um, Only if we develop a nickname for me that mm. that we can try out. Hmm. Hmm. I got nothing. Let's see. No. Hmm. Um. Timmy. Yeah. Um, Timmy, <laughs> your oh, South no. Park fan. No, dude, I had, I had a whole school. <laughs> oh, no. My whole schooling experience was that. Okay, okay, we won't do that. My whole schooling experience was, oh, Colby, uh, like the cheese, like the cheese. Oh. Colby's a type of cheese. I don't know if you have Colby cheese there. No. Oh, no. I know the feeling. <laughs> I, I was just Steve. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like well, always, it's always like the dumb guy in a commercial that was named Steve. It's like Steve doesn't know how to like use the dishwasher or like no. cereal. Like it's always like, oh, Steve, or, you know, like it's like a hedge in a movie, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's why it's so perfect for you, dude. And uh... <laughs> just kidding. no, but listen, I mean, we've wow. The time's flown by. Today. Yeah. And I feel like um, your character has so many awesome moments to talk about. I think we did a pretty good job at touching on them all. Um, Steve, did you have any other things from no, the show? No, no, um, that was great. You don't great. want to take great too to much of your time to you here. Again, and um, a lot of great moments with you this season. I, I was really loving Edward this season. Really loving him too. Oh, thanks, guys. I, and thanks for um, having me on again. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a real pleasure. And uh, uh, it's... Uh, great to uh be able to share the thoughts and feelings and to all the fans out there thank you so much for watching uh you're the reason why the show's done so well so awesome and we know you're we know you're coming out with uh you know you'll be in the new movie um which we're super excited about seven kings must die any other big projects that you're allowed to share would like to share with the fans that that you're going to be a part of um well projects i mean uh there is well i'm currently in rehearsals for a play um which i'm very excited about um and it's good to uh, for me like i've really been eager to um 
exercise that muscle again because theater was kind of like my first love as an actor nice so nice. Um, uh, there's that uh, i'm running a marathon what oh nice yeah have you have you run a marathon before i've run a half marathon okay and uh i've been really getting into the training man it's been um it's uh i'm very excited for it um and it's in the west coast of ireland as well so it's nice like hard terrain and it's when is uh, that end of the month end of the month so, okay oh all right very cool it's close so that's a big project for me at the moment um and i'm super stoked for that still listening to your running tunes still got the the tunes going when you're running yeah oh yeah i've been and then uh, i've got like i've got the ae I'm, I'm currently making a, a a playlist at the moment to um um, I might I might make it um, Irish based because uh, oh, what's all on it? What do you have so far? Well, I you know I'm thinking well, there's the obvious you know like U two maybe of course of course maybe some U two in there maybe some um, you know there's 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 uh, there's uh, but also you know uh, there's this Irish trad music which would be um, amazing to have in there. I've also got there's a track on. You've seen 1917, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, man. There's a track called 10,000 Men. It's the one where he's running. Mm. You know, he's, um, you got to do that one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretend I'm... That's, yeah, an, but, 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 that's an incredible movie. Been, it's so good, right? So like, good. So, yeah, um, um, yeah, I, I think... Uh, and also maybe some podcasts, which I'll, uh, I'll listen to. Maybe I'll listen to this one. Yeah, listen yeah. to this one. This one will be yeah. a good one. Back, back. <laughs> then eventually we'll have a trilogy for you to listen to <laughs> yeah we'd love to have you back on again after the movie comes out um oh, it, you know to talk about the movie just because you're such a great guest we love having you on and yeah and we hope you know we're actually we're slated to meet you at a uh, in person at a convention and unfortunately it <sighs> fell through uh, last year i think because of covid so um, hopefully someday that we can, um, you know, we're doing a couple of conventions and things like that. We've been asked to, to moderate. So hopefully we'll be able to meet up with you in person at one of those and go to Moe's. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to, guys. And we can call the third podcast The Return of the King. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> it will definitely be called that. Thanks cool. for having me on. Yeah, and, thanks, uh, Tim. Go to Moe's. We have to go to Moe's. We have to go to Moe's. And if you're listening to this, thank you for listening um, check out all of Tim's links down below and uh, please subscribe, follow us on everything and we appreciate it. And uh, like we always say, goodbye, goodbye. And destiny is all. Goodbye.